open eyes that we may see to follow the Genesis 39, 1-23. And in this chapter, we see where Joseph ends up at. I'll recap from last chapter is, Joseph is sold by his brothers to Ishmaelites. He is sold into slavery. And now we're picking up where he is. Um, he's now with Potiphar and now we're going to see his life as it is in Egypt. Okay, everyone, so let's get busy with this topic of 
Joseph and his journey through his life. Okay? And I hope that this lightens someone's load, lightens someone's viewpoint of what might have taken, taken place in your life. And I hope it brings you clarity. And I want to get busy with this word. So let's get busy. Okay, babies. All right, come on. Okay, everyone. It's time. It's that time. It's the time for the daily devotional word of the day. Genesis 39, 1 through 23. And it reads, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said lie with me but he refused and said unto his master's wife behold my master one wanteth not what is with me in the house and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand there is none greater in this house than I. Neither have he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spake to, spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her, to lie by, by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, 
that she called unto the men of her house, speaking to them, saying, See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. And it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled, and he and got him out. And she laid up his garment by her until his Lord came home, and he spoke unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. And it came to pass, when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me, that he wrath what that he, that his wrath was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoner were bound, and he was there in the prison. And the Lord, but the Lord, was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison, and whatsoever they, they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. I read to you Genesis 39, 1 through 23. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord, that the last that the people have told on us were not true. For you blessed us anyway in the face of adversity from others. Lord, you thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing the last not to rest in the people's heart that they have told upon us or about us or, or, you know, just, just to be gossiping, to be gossiping. They just, you know, make up stuff about folks and put it on you and things of that nature, Lord. We thank you that we have goodness in thy sight, that we know that we did not, we did not do some of the things that the people lied on us about. We did not commit some of the things that people lied on us about. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. And in this verse, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see the 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 goodness that that lay upon Joseph, Lord, that he was delivered. Even when they arrested him, Lord, and put him in prison, he still had favor in your sight. For we know, Lord, that only you can do that. Oh, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. No matter where we at, whether we end up part of us house or we are in prison. God, you will bless us no matter what. 
no matter where we at. If you want to bless us, there ain't nobody blessing but ours. If you want to bless us in the field, you want to bless us in a nice house, you want to bless us in the prison, you want to bless us with the war, with the, with the, with the, uh, with the people that run the jail, Lord, we thank you. The wardens, Lord, the wardens, that's, that's their name, the wardens. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Because sometimes we even got wardens, wardens in our own house. We got wardens. Yes, we do. Sometimes they do. But thank you, Lord, for blessing us even in the midst of where we are at. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. May you have a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, I say amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Hey, babies. All right. Time to break it down, right? So, we see that even though Joseph has been sold, sold to Potiphar, God had decided to bless him anyway. Joseph's soul was brought down to Egypt, okay? And now he is Potiphar's servant. So, you know, everything going smooth and everything, you know, he's having, God is blessing him and blessing Potiphar's house at the same time. And, and even though, even though sometimes you can go from one place to another place, God still continues to bless you, even in your other place, the new place that you have. Because God sees that Joseph has not done anything wrong to cause him to be into this place. And he is blessing Potiphar in his house as well. And during this time, Joseph has the rule of the man house. He got control over everything. And everything is going smooth, hunky dory until here come Potiphar's wife. She's, she has no name in this chapter, but she just known as Potiphar's wife. And she tried to seduce him. So try to seduce Joseph. And Joseph said, look, why would I want to mess all this up to sleep with you? Right? So he like, I'm not messing this up. I'm not, I'm not gonna chant. I'm not gonna have nobody mad at me. I don't wanna, I don't want things to go sideways for me. I don't wanna, I don't want to be it. I don't want to parse what you want to talk or what you want to do. So she still tries to come on to him, try to coerce him, try to turn on to, you know, try to seduce him. And she's doing more and more and more. You know, she's trying it every day, you know. And then she decides to tell a lie on the brother. He doing good, he's doing well, Potiphar's doing well, and here comes Potiphar's wife with the lie. And she makes up this story on Joseph, saying he tried to sleep with me. She turned it the opposite way around to try to make Joseph look like he the guilty party. 
oh, he's trying to come on to me, and he's trying to sleep with me, and trying to, you know, come on and seduce me, and all this, and this, and that, other, da, da, da. and then he leave, you know, and he decides, you know, she decides to leave it at that, and, but really, she has seduced Joseph, and Joseph runs away. Because she decides to tell, she decided to go ahead and try to tell this lie. Say, I tell my husband this, that, and the other, da, 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 da. She, he doesn't sleep with her. So she turned around and told the story the opposite way, like, like it's Joseph's fault. And Joseph, like, why would you, you know, I ain't done nothing to you. Why, I, I'm turning you down. I want to be a respectable man. I want to have respect for my my master. I'm going to have respect. And here you go. You want to mess it up. All because I don't want to sleep with you. So. So she go tell husband. You know. Tell husband this crazy. This opposite story of what really happened. But by then. uh, By then. Joseph has decided to depart and leave. Because she she gonna tell this line, she she was gonna tell the lie the opposite way and try to make like Joseph was the one to seduce her. Isn't it funny? You know, and isn't it funny how people do that to each other? Because I can't get my way with you, or you don't wanna do what I want you to do, I'm allowing you. I'm a lie, make up a story, accuse you of something you didn't do. Um, and then you spread this with all they could all they could have said, all they could have spread their room, spread a rumor around and made this lie about you. That's something that you didn't really do. All because they can't get what they want out of you. I oh I've had that experience so many times in life. Uh, you know, I hope I ain't alone with this. But then it gets to the point where you decide to leave this person alone. Because you know their lie will cause you to look guilty. So, it says, she tells the story to her husband and part of her wife. She come in and tell the story and everything and whatnot. And then he says, and it came to pass when his master heard the words of the wife, which she spoke unto him, saying, after this manner did thy servant to me. That his wrath was kindled. And Joseph's master took him, put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. See, that's how that's how it is. The person put you in prison for false, for false accusation. Okay. Person has accused you of false accusation, false accuse you of some doing something, and you didn't do it. And now you in prison, and God will bless you anyway, because He know you in the wrong place. He know He knows what you did not did did and did not do did and didn't do in that situation. And we see that God blesses Joseph anyway, even in the prison with the prison guard with the warden. Then you know, you know, now he got. Hey, he even has favor in prison. Say the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison, and whatsoever they 
did there, he was the doer of. Keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it prosper. So even then he turned around, even, even the, the keeper of the prison was blessed. Joseph's presence in the prison. Even the prison, the keeper, keeper of the prison was blessed with Joseph's presence there. That's, that is so, but God bless you. Ain't nobody take that away from you. God blesses you no matter who stabs you in the back, no matter who walks away from you, no matter who talks about you, gossip about you, lie on you, cheat with you, steal from you, no matter what they do, you still going to be blessed. And can't nobody change that but God. And that's, that is so hard in life sometimes we don't see it as a blessing when the stuff is happening to us. We don't see that as a blessing. We don't see some something really terrible. We don't see that as a blessing at times. But later on down the road, you might be older and you experienced that uh, early on in life. And you realize that was really a blessing. It wasn't a curse. Yeah. I've been in jail too. And I saw it at the time. I didn't like it. Because see, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I wasn't doing my probation because I was placed on probation for a charge that I participated in, a crime I participated in. And then I said, okay, I blamed somebody else, but then I had to reevaluate that older I got. I said, you know what? I, I called myself to be in that, but it didn't have to be that way because God already gave me the inkling not to do the thing I was about to do anyway. But no, I was money hungry and greedy. And got in trouble. Later on down the road, okay, place on probation because it was my first charge. And then it turns around, well, I didn't want to do the probation. So they came and got me and put me in jail because I didn't want to do the probation. And now that I look at that, I look at it as they were wake-up calls I didn't want to see at the time. And God, that was God blessing me, sitting me down and make me think. God was making me think. Oh, I'm in jail. Okay, now, now what? Okay. And sometimes that's where we have to be. Sometimes God's trying to wake us up out of the what is what are we doing? What are we doing with our life? What are we are we putting any effort? Are we sitting here playing the blame game? Are we are we doing all this? It's somebody else's fault. And then look at yourself and see what happened but see in this case it's not anybody's fault it's it's somebody told a lie has anybody ever told a lie on you and now you're looking at the people like okay but then they want to still grin and skin and grin in your face like they hadn't done nothing to you that is so like like really like you gonna act like you didn't just tell this lie on me and then look at me and want some. I had somebody do me like that one time. Well, I heard, I heard their mouth say, they, I was, I was coming around a corner. I was coming around a corner and I could hear this person talking to another person. And they was talking about me and said something. 
And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, how you doing? What's up? Okay, nah, they don't, they don't, they don't realize they talk loud enough. I heard what they said. They tried to tell this lie on me and make, try to make me look bad as a person. And I know it was the opposite way around. I know it was no truth to what that person was telling the other person. But then they had the nerve to steal skin and grin in my face like it was something to do. They didn't realize I heard them, heard what they said, what they was talking. And I was like, wow. You know, and I realized, I realized at that moment, I said, oh, so that's what type of person you are. Sometimes God will show you things and you will, God will get you to hear things that this how these people really feel about you. And then you thinking that they're your friend, but God reveals some stuff about them, reveals that to you about this person that you thought was your friend. So, how do you handle that? How do you, Joseph decides to run away because I don't, you know, when, when, when the person revealed to you, oh, this is how I'm going to do you, I'm going to turn you in, um, you gonna, I'm going to make you be this problem, make you like you try to come in and take my body and you, you know, I'm going to tell my husband all this stuff and then my black. It, so basically, she tried to blackmail him in the sleep with him. But that ain't work. When she tried that, he ran away from her because he knew she wasn't no good. Sometimes, God said, God is trying to move you. Now it's time for you to move. And sometimes he will do drastic things to move you out of situations where he don't, where you don't, you, you've already had enough time there. Time to move on. Sometimes God Push you in a situation where he's trying to tell you, look, okay, all right, you had enough, uh, uh, you, you, you had enough time over here. So now he will do some drastic rearranging, some drastic stuff will start happening when he wants you to level up, okay? He wants you to level up, level out, and, and leave the old stuff behind. That's time for some new stuff. Sometimes God will do you like that too. You might not like the way it's going to happen. You may not like the way it's going to be, but that is how it is. Sometimes God will turn that drastic stuff in your life and take it and be like, why did the person do me like that? And he wakes you up and say, look, it's time to go because it ain't it. you're not going to have no peace with that person. Now, as long as you're around this person, you're not going to have no peace. Long as you and this person, and, and you know, and this person done showed you who they was, believe them. Oh, okay, well, so I can't, I don't want to, so part of her wife decides, like I said, she wants to turn around and accuse him of, of trying to seduce her and try to put himself on her. And that's the story she going to tell her husband. Or really, it's the other way around. Isn't that funny? How people can turn around and do one thing, skin and grin in your face, then allow you the next. Oh, I won't. And then because they don't get what they want out of you, oh, now you the bad guy. When it was their idea in the first place. Like, really? Where do they do that? <laughs> you know, so sometimes God can present these things to you and then say, all right, it's time for you to go. 
it's time you know, no, because this ain't where, this ain't, this ain't going to end up. So then he ends up in prison and still end up blessed. Have you ever moved somewhere else? You didn't think where you were supposed to be when you was in jail, but really that was a time for a wake-up call. God was blessing you where you want access to no drugs, you want access to no drama, you want access, well, I don't know about drama, you want access to no foolishness, no none of that, and you figured it out. Well, look, I, I'm getting another chance here. I'm getting another chance, and maybe I can get this right, and maybe I can sit down and do it right this time and, and give you time to think and time to write. And time. God's trying to clear your head of all the stuff that you were dealing with at that old place. He's clearing your mind. He's clearing your spirit. He's clearing your soul from all that 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 trauma. All that trauma. That's, that, that's a form of trauma. When you go, you live with somebody, everything going right, all right, and then you got this one person that's going to be the, the, the wolf in sheep clothing. Wolf in sheep clothing. And now they want to be a menace to you because they can't get what they want out of you. So they keep picking at you. Oh, I, I want to, you know, this one. Oh, child. That's an old story for me. I'll get into that another day. Well, that person was not happy with their life, so they tried to make mine miserable right along with this. And I was not falling for it. Oh, time to go. Time to go get another job. That's just like we on these jobs. We we work in these jobs, and we got to deal with these people. They scared and grin in your face. Then they go back and tell management all these lies on you because you ain't agreeing with what they're saying about what's going on at work. Have you ever had that happen to you before? I have. I even got fired from a job because I wasn't doing what the other people was doing. But the management believed them over over what I was telling them. But they were skinning and grinning in my face. Oh, hey, girl, how you doing? You know, I, uh, I realized that's where their mindset is. I was still getting my work done at night, wasn't nothing. I was doing my work, doing my chores. Then, all right, cool, everything was fine. Wasn't nobody complaining about nothing in the morning. I worked night shift. But if that one person that go back and tell management, oh, she doing this and she doing that, she doing this, and then, and then like they, and I was like, I thought we had a rapport. I thought we was all right, but then, is skinning and grinning in somebody's face, and then it said, "Oh, yeah, um, you sleeping at night on the job?" Okay, uh, like I said, and then it's the next day, like nothing has happened, and they say, "Well, uh, this we deducted. This is what they did. We gonna deduct these hours from your check because you said they they say you were asleep." Hold up. Did you see me sleep? Was it his word of mouth or what? Come on now. And it was just time for me to go. All right, since that that's that's what's going on just y'all. I, I, I ain't got time for that. This is the thing that we have to learn in life. Is sometimes it's time to move on. <laughs> time to move on with our life. Time to move on, get a new place, uh, get up and leave. And sometimes God got to do some drastic stuff to get us to go somewhere. 
God got to do some drastic stuff to wake us up. It's time to go, time to move, time to go to the next level, time to go somewhere else. I'm going to still be with you, but it's time to go. I'm going to still support you. It's time to go. I'm going to still give you what you, I'm going to give you what you need when you need it, but it's time to go. Keep your eyes and ears open when you run into those type of people. Keep your eyes and ears open. You run into them type of people that, oh, I want, I, I'm trying to manipulate you to do something. Be careful. Listen to what God is telling you on the inside about what that situation is, good or bad. Because it could save you life or death. Could It could mean life or death for you. Okay, everybody? I want to say thank you for listening to a daily devotional for October the 13th, 2021. We are talking about Genesis 39, 1 through 23. And we are talking about Joseph, new beginning, after he's in Potiphar's house. And now he is faced with another dilemma of dealing with Potiphar's wife who lies on him. And then he has to run and, and he's put in the prison. And even though he's there, God still blesses him. All right, everyone. Thank you for your day. Uh, thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate all the viewer, all the viewers, well, listeners today. Um, that I have given you these thoughts, these this message, and I want you to come back and listen some more. Okay, and, and and spread it to your friends. You know, share it with your friends. Share the podcast with your friends, cause I can always use some new listeners. Okay, I thank you. And if you would like to be a special part of this podcast. And you would like to be on a subscription list. I'm starting a subscription list where you pay, you know, you help me, help me, help me with the listeners, help me support my listeners. I, I would love my, my listeners' support with 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 on this podcast to keep it running. All your, all your love and support is needed. I thank you so much. I want to say thank you to everyone that listens, okay? Everyone that listens, no matter what country you are in. We are currently in in 10 countries, and it is uh, it is fantastic for me, and I'm so excited. I have 10 countries listening, 10 countries, right? And I thank all of my listeners. I greatly appreciate you, and I want y'all to have a blessed day. Bye, babies. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, 
Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies. I love you. 